Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Leader Huddle Podcast. We're excited for another episode. I'm your host, Gabe, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Hey, hey. Hope everybody's having a good week. I'm out here beating the heat here in the SoCal Inland Empire, trying to stay cool. We're excited about our podcast today. We um, have been having really awesome, exciting guests, you know, join the show, and I am in, super enthused about today's uh, guests that we have with us. And so, Ryan, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce him. Man, now introducing my brother-in-law. Drum brother roll. Ray. This is my guy right here. He's our church Sunday school director. He is he's man of many talents. Plays guitar for us. He just started back doing that. And uh, we're guitarist. excited to have him back on the team. Man, this dude's a beast. We're excited to have him back on the team playing guitar now with us. And... Uh, he does everything. He's over there shaking his head. He's in <laughs> denial, but this is this is the guy right here, Brother Ray. Man, it's good to have you on. Thank you for for, for your time. We appreciate you coming on with us. Hey, thank you guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast in preparation. You know, just like any great leader, you're just trying to cram it all in before. But I, <laughs> I have, but I have been listening to the podcast. Um, and you guys are doing a great job. I think it's it's definitely something needed as leaders need other leaders to speak into our ears. And so thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, what all you do here at uh, Hope Center Church. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm the guy at the stadium, you know, that uh, when the team is gone and, you know, all the fans have left. uh <laughs> You know, I'm just the guy out there sweeping up the floor and making sure the doors are locked, you know? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, we, I do a little bit of everything. You know, we, uh, my main focus is, is children's ministry. Uh, my wife and I are, uh, shout out to Selena. Uh, we are the children's ministry directors at Hope Center. So that is our, our passion. That is our priority. That is, you know everything that we put our hearts into not to say that anything else that needs to be done at the church, you know, if trash needs to be thrown out, I'm your guy. Um, but you know, Ryan's trying to speak into the faith of, a uh, of music ministry. And, um, you know, I, I am not as involved as you, I used to be in music ministry. Uh, you know, the guitar playing, I leave that to the professionals at our church and they do a great job at it. Um, but I definitely, um, like to make sure that I am instilling into our our young musicians. So I do teach lessons on guitar. Oh yeah, you teach guitar for, and bass, right? Yeah, for all of our our young musicians that are learning. Um, and so that's something that I've been doing since you know I don't have quite as much time to give into the music ministry at our church. Um, but let I me do just try to make sure that I get back. Yeah, let me just give you a shout out too, man, because um, when I think when I first met you was. Uh, you came down to Indio, you were playing, I forgot, I think you were playing for Aaron Barbosa or somebody, but, or Southland. Name, name, whoa, whoa, name dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bro, you, bro, this Tag guy. In the comments below. Yeah, Aaron, give us a shout out. Uh, anyway. Ru Rudy was sick, that's why. <laughs> Aaron, we're going to get hey, you Rudy, Rudy Fullerton's a beast too, bro, but, he, yeah. um, Bro, you you are super talented. I think you're under under uh, praising yourself right now, which is a great sign of humility as a leader. But the shout I want to give you is this: uh, we had a young man in our church um, named Mikey Sosa uh, mm -hmm. who wanted to pick up guitar. He came to me. He's like, "Hey, Gabe, you know, like I want to start playing with the church." And I was like, "Cool. What do you want to play?" He's like, "Guitar." 
I was like, great. Do you know how to play? He's like, no. I was like, oh man. And, um, and I said, you know what? I said, bro, he's like, how do I get good? I said, you need a teacher. You need someone that can teach you. And he's like, honestly, you know, he's like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Anyway, long story short, um, I connected him with you, Ray. And I, I, I even called Ray. I'm like, Hey, look, I don't even know if this kid can play or not. You kind of need to judge it and figure it out. But here's the thing. And obviously it's a two-way street because I mean, he, Mikey had to put in the work, but man, dude, I was so impressed by um, just how quickly Mikey developed to now he's a, he plays guitar almost every Sunday at our church or he sings, he's a singer too. And uh, man, nothing, nothing but just high quality praise and, and admiration for you, Ray, because of you oh, teaching him in that way. And, and uh, so your gift even I think it goes beyond Hope Center. I mean, it blessed our church too. So I don't, I think, I think it's amazing, bro. So shout out to you for that. Well, that, that's awesome. I, I will say there has been many Mikey's before that had to get all the bad lessons. So he, <laughs> I was primed up and ready when I got him. <laughs> no, that's awesome. No, he's, a, he's a great student and he was always just excited to learn. And those are the students you want, you know, just somebody to show up that just, Hey, you know, I practiced and I'm like, you do you what <laughs> you know but um any any lessons givers out there will tell you any student that practices and shows up and is ready to roll it it, it doesn't even feel like a lesson after that it's just That's right yeah so true you know it's funny yeah. i just realized all three of us are musicians that have taught people well you know my my uh, jersey's up in the raptors but you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, you're still teaching. How many, how many students are you teaching like currently right now? I know you got some that start and stop, but how many you got going on right now? Uh, I think I have about three right now. I, okay. at one point, I think I was five deep and then I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta cut it back. Cause I need some time for a family and then ministry and then everything else we want to do in life. So yeah. I, I think four was my cap and I was like, I'm not taking any more after this, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really, you know, I know this sounds funny and cliche, but it was not about the money. It was definitely just about pouring whatever I know, which is very little into the, you know, the people that want to learn. And that's really what I love. I love, I like teaching. I, I like to teach people. So, you know, that was definitely right up my avenue. Well, another thing that I know that is right up your avenue is coffee. And, you! Uh, oh, we got another coffee fanatic over there. Oh, no, I, I love what you're about. To, I love his coffee. <laughs> Man, brother Ray has been trying to get me at all of our family events. He's always asking me, even on Sundays at church, he'll ask me, I'll we walking past him and say, you getting some coffee today? You getting coffee today? He knows I don't drink coffee. <laughs> but speak it into existence. He's 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 he he got me. What what did you get me with that one time at your house? I got peer pressured. I, I I can say, and we could put this on record, I got Ryan Dunahoe to drink something that he was absolutely adamant about not drinking. If you know anything about Ryan Dunahoe, if he says no, that's a hard no. Mm -hmm. But we got him to drink chai tea. Um, it was just chai, chai tea mix and milk. And he wow. thought it was going to be the worst thing in the world. And he drinks yeah. it and he's like, that's not bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. So, the, but the fact that he got me, and that just tells you right there, musicians come. I'm almost done. Just keep knocking at the door. Hey, and some eventually. Ryan, can we say this? Have I ever let you down when it comes to food? No, you're. He's batting a thousand percent. 
He's okay. batting a thousand percent. Barry, the Barry Bonds of, of food recommendations. And right. if I ain't he, got he, it, I'll tell you, I don't know. <laughs> hey, whenever, whenever I had um, the, uh, the, the Convo podcast out here, Kurt and Colton from Arkansas, they, uh, they were in town and I was texting Ray, where do I take them? Oh, and also the shoe plug too. I said, oh. give, me, give me good shoe rec- recommendations. Give me the food recommendations because I got to show them a good time. But yeah, it was, it was good. But tell us a little bit about Apostle Brew and um, just kind of expound on, on what you guys are doing right now with, with Apostle Brew, where you're currently at. And then we'll circle back and you can tell us a little bit how you got started and everything. Yeah. Um, Apostle Brew is a company that um, well, my wife will say that you know, it's mostly me, but she does help a lot in the background. Um, it's a coffee company that or that we started. Um, we had this dream of starting a mobile coffee shop that we would do for events and markets and things like that. Um, and a lot of that fell through. So we were just, it was a dream that was in the background. And I kept telling, you know, at that time she was, Selena and I weren't married. So you know, we're like, well, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? And she's like, well, just wait until, you know, we get married and we can kind of figure that out. I don't want to start anything without us being married and just kind of having everything together. And I said, okay, you know, we'll wait. So it's, it's essentially, we started brewing coffee and the easiest way that we could do that to where it was going to stay and obviously, you know, be able to keep for someone to buy uh, was cold brew. So we started um, brewing cold brew coffee. And if those of you who aren't coffee connoisseurs, cold brew coffee is a coffee that doesn't require any heat. It doesn't require any, you know, specific temperatures. You can drink it cold. You can drink it hot. So we started brewing that and bottling it. And then that's how we started uh, the company Apostle Brew. And so we sell that weekly and every month we have a different roaster. And then every week we have a different roast from that um, roaster. So if you're a big coffee drinker, you drop something. Uh, if you're a big coffee drinker, um, you know, this is this is heaven for you because you get to try something different every week. And if you're not a big coffee drinker, guess what? It's just a great t- cup of coffee that's strong. You know, it's a concentrate. So um, you can essentially get about five bottles out of or I'm sorry, five cups of coffee, give or take, depending on how strong you like it out of one bottle. So we designed it to where it's week to week. So you would order every week. Um, and we started doing that. And then now we're starting up our pop-ups. We just started our um, cold brew summer pop-ups that we're doing. Um, this is our third one that we're going to be doing this weekend. And so is that gonna just be been, Where's that uh, gonna this be is going to be out in Yucaipa. I don't have the address. Hold on. Give me a second. Um, it's going to be out in Yucaipa. Uh, we're doing it at 180 Roasters, a uh, new spot over on in Yucaipa, 33109 Yucaipa Boulevard, Yucaipa, California. Um, and it's going to be from 2 to 6 p.m. So if you guys are you're more than welcome to swing on by, we just released our drink menu. So it changes every month. So we try and come up with something different. Um, but I mean, that's it in a nutshell. We brew cold brew coffee and we work with some amazing roasters and if you're a coffee drinker, this is, you know, right up your alley. I'll say this, man. I um, recently got into drinking cold brew because the extent of my coffee drinking was just like a regular hot cup of joe, you know. And um, it was actually my wife. My wife loves coffee. She drinks on average like probably two to three cups a day sometimes, which I don't know if that's healthy, but, but she she loves coffee. Let's just put it that way. So, um 
Um, I would go to Starbucks and, and, and here's the thing. And this is just the honest truth. Um, strong coffee is not my thing. I don't have the palate for it. And it really, you know, I just, I like, I like to taste the flavor of coffee, but I like to enhance it. I'm sorry if this messes up what your business is, but I like to enhance it with creamer and stuff like that. So anyway, long story short, one thing I've never liked is, is, uh, um, salty and sweet together. I've never been a salty, sweet person. And Starbucks came up with this drink, you know, a while back now called the salted caramel cold brew. Um, and I never had had cold brew before, much less salt and caramel together. And so uh, my wife's like, baby, you got to try this. This is so good. Because the other thing is I hate drinking hot coffee on a hot day. Like I won't drink a hot drink on a hot day. It's just it's gross. No, thank so, you. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I tried this cold brew and of course I fell in love with it. I was like, dude. And for a minute there, Starbucks right here in Cali Mesa, I think I got so familiar with them that when I pulled up, they'd be like, oh, salted caramel cold brew. Like, yep, that's me. Um, And then, you know, fast forward a few months and all of a sudden I see Apostle Brew and I'm like, what's this? Like, uh, and then Marina told me, my wife, you know, she's like, she's like, oh, she's like, um, that's just, I mean, it's not the same thing. It's not the same drink, but it's the same process, the cold brew process. So I didn't know anything about any of that. And so, uh, we ordered some cold brew from, from Ray and, and from Apostle Brew. And, um, I'll be honest, my wife drinks way more of it than me. Cause I drink, I I'm like a one cup every 10 days type of person. That's me. She's like a, like I said, two to three a day. <laughs> So, um, you're a social drinker, brother, bro. No, that's the truth, dude. I am totally a social coffee drinker. <laughs> it's, it's good coffee, man. I, I, I think you have a great thing going there. Thank you. Hey, Thank who you. put you, who put you on to coffee? And like, at what point did you say like, man, coffee, I have a huge passion for that. Like mm. how'd that, you know, how'd that come about? You know, to be honest with you, I, I, I know this is going to sound, this is going to be a, a straight, uh, you know, Saul turned into Paul moment. <laughs> um, I, I did not like coffee. I would say I probably didn't get into coffee until maybe about a little less than 10 years ago. I feel everyone um, looking at me right now. I'm talking. I, about <laughs> there, there's hope for you, brother. <laughs> just, just begin to just listen to what God is telling you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but, um, I really was not into coffee. I, I, I just could not now granted. I was not into coffee because I was trying the Starbucks and things like that. I, I just could not stand it. I was like, mm, this is just horrible tasting. Um, so I was really into teas, you know, like I would go and get a, a pot of tea at some coffee shop and things like yeah. that. Um, but then somebody's like, well, just try this. And we went, and this is back in the day when Augie's was first, you know, like opening up and the big great thing. coffee shop. And, um, we went there and someone was like, just try this latte. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I tried it and I was like, I was like, man, this is actually really good. There's a, and so that was really the thing is just trying quality coffee over something like Starbucks. And I, I'm not here to bash on Starbucks. I mean, no, it just, truth, it kind of feels like it, but that's okay. You know, the all truth right. is oh, the but- truth and, and the light will shine all that is in the darkness. And then, you know, you start with the lattes, you start chasing those and then, sooner or later you're you're onto the hardcore stuff with just straight black coffee nothing in it and like our cold brew i can drink straight and and enjoy it just like if it was a latte um but you know there's different palettes for everybody and we have to taste test everything i mean 
someone's got to do the dirty work and taste all this great hey, coffee. So, you know, all the samples that are sent, all the samples that are sent to us and stuff like that. I got like seven bags just sitting right here. Um, you know, we're, <laughs> you know, but that's how I kind of got into it. I just, you know, started picking it up and trying different things. And sooner or later, you're, like I said, you're on the hardcore stuff of just drinking straight black coffee and enjoying it. I can, I, my thing is when I go to a new coffee shop, I order a latte or some sort of drink, um, like a mixed drink from them with milk or other things. And then, um, and then I get a shot of espresso every time new coffee shop. I always try it because I always tell, uh, Selena that I said, if they mess up on an espresso shot, I know that they're not really pulling that shot. Right. And they're not doing it justice. Or if I get a latte and they can't make a latte, then I know it's the barista and it's not the coffee kind of thing. Hmm. So, um, that's kind of let, my thing. Let, let me ask you this, Ray, because um, I mean, you and I have talked offline, and I'm like semi interested in this business here. But mm -hmm. one thing that always gets me, bro, and I, I'm just just gonna put this out there, uh -huh. is these guys on Instagram that always have like these videos and pictures of all these different coffees, and they make little hearts in it and little uh -huh. leaf trees and. You know, like there's leaves on the table and there's like, and they're like looking off into the distance, you know, all nonchalantly with their, <laughs> their cup and stuff. And I mean, it's cool, whatever. It's the culture, right? Uh -huh. But here's my thing. Do you have to like, like, like in other words, is what you're doing, you know, apostle brew, you're making cold brew, you're delivering. Is that the same feel as like these guys that are out there? Like, oh, look at this latte. Or like, is that the same thing? Is it all part of the culture or is it? different I, i'm just curious because right now it's different for us so our goal um i mean long-term goal for apostle brew is to open up our own shop um cold brew i i, I and this sounds very evangelistic cold brew is the avenue that's going to get us where we, we're going we want to go nice. but it's not our it's not our end it's not our yeah. end story Sure. Um, I mean, obviously we want to, we're trying to invest into getting equipment so we can do pop-ups with, you know, once the summer's over, nobody really, I mean, there's a few people that want cold drinks, but mostly people want hot drinks. Mm -hmm. So we want to invest into a, a, a mobile espresso machine and things nice. like that and be able to pull actual hot shots and stuff like that. That's our goal. Still keeping the same model. We're changing the roaster. Um, you know, cause me and Gabe have talked about roasting coffee. I, I told him there's just, I, I want absolutely nothing to do with it aside from just trying <laughs> because it's an Avenue. It's like smoking meat. I, I don't want to get into that because I know it could be a very dark tunnel that I don't want to go into and dropping a ton of money into, <laughs> you know, um, I, I know my limitations and I know where I'm at <laughs> and I know cause when I'm into something, I'm into something. Yeah. you know um you know podcast equipment and stuff like that like i'm into something i'm into something um i don't like to do things half-heartedly especially that's why with apostle brew we took at least i want to say two months of just testing out and i would give it to everybody i would just try this try this tell me what you think of this and then i was like i want your honest feedback and i'd give it to people who are into coffee give it to people who are not into coffee um because we wanted to make sure that we we had it down before I put my name on it, um, and, bro, and that can, was. Can, can, can I, I'm sorry, dude. No, no, go ahead. Can I pause you real quick, bro? Mm -hmm. Because I know we're talking about coffee, and we'll we'll keep getting there. No, you're good. But, bro, what a leadership principle right there that you just said. Because I mean, you're what you're doing is entrepreneurship. It's leadership. 
you just said I took two months of honest feedback. Try this, try this, giving the samples out. I want to know your honest opinion because before, you know, I want to write that down. It's a quote. Before I put my name on it, yeah. you know, you want to, and bro, t- 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 tell me about the leadership aspect of that, how that ties in. Because, um, you know, when we're talking about leadership, even in the business setting like this, I mean, there, there's the old saying, your, 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 uh, your name is your reputation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how important is that to you to, that, um, not just who you are as a person in your life and the things that you're doing, but even in your business that, that there is that quality reputation to you. How important is that to you? Um, it's extremely important. I think, uh, I mean, it really, it, a lot of it has to come down to my background. Um, you know, Ryan knows my testimony and, um, I'm not sure if you've heard it, Gabe, but, you know, I wasn't raised in the church. I, I wasn't brought up in the church. Um, if you would have found us where we were found when we were, when I was younger, you know, we were, my mom was a single mom and we were living out of a hotel and we got picked up on a bus route and, you know, we came from the bottom, you know, we were homeless and trying to get by. And so there wasn't a lot of positive male reinforcement in our lives. You know, my dad's been in and out of my life since I, I, you know, I was a kid. Um, and you know, God's moved through a lot of things in my life and, but he's also placed a lot of people in my life that have been positive, positive male influences in my life. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. Art Martinez, uh, is, it was tremendous, had a tremendous impact in my life. And I think the last time I saw him at a, at a wedding, I, I, I told him, I said, I just want to thank you for what you did for us. You know, it's, it's a lot. And, you know, and my Bishop, um, has been probably one of the largest influences in my life. And so all this stuff that I have gained through the church, as far as leadership, as far as coaching, as far as, uh, mentoring, uh, correction, um, you know, all that stuff was in my, I benefit. And I, you know, when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, you don't notice any of that, but yeah. now that you're older, it's like, man, I am so thankful for every time that I was brought into an office and chewed out, you know? Yeah. And because it made me become somebody who said, okay, I want to give my best and That's my good. best is, is what I am going to give. I can't control any more than what my level of operation is, but I can control how I'm shooting for that. And so everything that I have done, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in my life, um, you know, whether it's our coffee, whether it's, you know, and this is Ryan's probably gonna laugh at this, but whether it's my sneakers or something like that, I, I, I want to walk out of the house feeling like I'm giving my best today. And so those are just principles that have been laid into me as, as a teenager, um, um, you know, for somebody who, who wanted nothing to do with the church to being someone who has taken everything that he has learned from the church and has applied it to my life. Um, so, you know, yeah. So putting my name on anything or putting, putting something out for everybody to see, even in ministry, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know how to comprehend it anymore of giving just something that's okay. Just enough to get by. Is- yeah. It's not even a, not even an option. And I think I think a lot of that had to do with my musicianship 
of just having teachers that would not allow you to do that. And me and Ryan have this conversation all the time of, of uh, trying to figure out this new age of, of musicians in, in, in the church. Tell me about and, it, bro. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not trying to brag on I'm not trying to put them down because I just think that they need to be taught this. It's just that, you know, we didn't show up with not knowing the material. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's guys that do that. But there's guys that do that who you don't hear about it anymore. And there's guys that do that who are not playing in services anymore. And musicianship is only half of the battle. You got to meet Come it on, with dude. the spiritual level of it. Bro, you're preaching but, now. You're preaching. <laughs> Come on. But like, you know, but like that was stuff that was engraved in me. Like you didn't show Bro. up without knowing what you were doing. And, you know, that came down to just principles in life like you know you were yeah. you were being miyagi mr miyagi here to learn all this stuff and now you're applying it in in even if you look at you know um your work settings and your and and stuff it's it all these biblical principles of being a joseph apply to your life because now you're the best person at your work because you give 110 percent. you treat everything as if it was ministry and then you know your boss sees that people around you see that and you get opportunities you know and i don't know just that's just how that stuff has just been embedded in me and it's just regurgitating it back into my life you're just putting it back out just you know that's that's so good and just, just to piggyback off of what he's saying is, is this is, this is a, a leader podcast. Um, but I can comfortably say that I lead in areas here at Hope Center, at work, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm also a follower. You know, I'm a follower, obviously under my pastor, but I'm a follower under my brother-in-law, Ray. He's my direct supervisor in Sunday school ministry. I work directly under him. And what he's saying is it, it bleeds through in the Sunday school ministry as well. You know, everything we do, um, whether that was during COVID, um, whenever we would come in during the week and make pre-recorded videos for the kids, um, everything is top notch, you know, and I'm not just trying to, to gas you up, Ray, but what he's saying, it, it's true. Everything from down to his shoes, to playing guitar, to, to leading in Sunday school ministry, even there, even though 10 year olds, they may not be able to tell if we're giving it 110 percent or or the, or not you know, oh, they know. every, they every know. time you know <laughs> yeah, they, like, they like he expects that from not only from himself but he it, it flows downhill and it's it's true it, it's a way it's a way of of ministry and, and and a way of life for him it really is that's awesome and and i'll say this and i actually wrote this down in the beginning of the podcast when you were talking and sharing about yourself and I think this is a perfect place to plug it. So I think what you said is so important. And as you're sharing all, which I just learned some things about you, I didn't even know. When you first started talking about yourself, Ray, you said, you're talking about children's ministry. And I, this is, I quoted you, this is your quote. You said, it's our passion. It's our priority. Speaking about you and your wife. And here was, here was my thought and my question to you is that here you are running a business, startup business. And you're obviously putting your work, your heart, everything into that. But at the same time, when you when you told us about you today, you didn't say that that was, quote unquote, your passion priority, although I know you have passion for it. But in other words, the point I'm getting at is everything that you're doing in your life flows through the ministry mindset. If and, and, I mean, I'm assuming that and I'm hearing that from you. 
So just kind of tell me like, you know, on one hand, you're like, hey, man, this is what I'm doing for God's my passion, my ministry. But over here, you're also building this business that is flourishing and that's growing. So how do you how do you bridge those two? You know, um, it, it makes me think about one time me and my, my bishop were having coffee and we would get coffee just about almost every other month or something like that and just talk for hours. And he would just ask me questions about what I want to do. And it would always be something different, you know. Um, but, you know, he said, your, your goal should always be to be your own boss. He said, because you won't have more time for the church. You'll just be able to give the time you want to give to Ooh. the church. Say and that so, people on the back. <laughs> and so that's why I was like, okay. I want to be a business owner. I want to do something on my own because I want to be able to give the time that I want to the church and not necessarily I work nine or 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And this is the rest of the time in my day is to the church. He wow. said, you're never going to have less time or more time. You're just going to have time to do what you want to do. And so it's a goal. I think that our ministry has driven us to become entrepreneurs because we want to be able to give, I want to be able to go, you know, my, my big dream is I want to be able to go to my kid's school and have lunch with them and wow. do all the things that all these great children's ministers have time to do because they're either full-time or they have the schedule to, I want to be able to do that with my life. And, mm -hmm. and obviously for us, I mean, everybody else has their things and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to judge anybody for having to work a job and, you do what you need to do. Trust me. We've all been there. I've been there working, you know, getting up at four, 3 AM, getting to work by five and then making sure you're off in time to make sure you have to go down and run and do yeah. everything else. You know, churches, if you're really, it's not that you have to, it's you get to. So when you're, when you get to be involved in ministry as much as you want to be, you, you know, you'll pull on the long days at the church and, and it's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Um, but you know, our goal is just to be able to to open up, start our business, open up a business that we can give as much time to our ministry as possible and not have to feel like, oh, you know, how is this going to happen? Um, juggling, I, I, I don't know. We're newbies at it. I just, you know, it's long nights. Sometimes we're up till one in the morning, you know, bottling coffee or, you know, cleaning equipment and things like that. Um, yeah. It's just something we do. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know how to tell you other than we just put our hands to the plow and go. But ministry always comes first. The church always comes first. Um, you know, as you noticed, our pop-up is from 2 to 6 p.m. And that's because we have outreach at 11. We're not missing outreach to, Bro, to you know, gain a dollar. That's just amazing. And I love, I'm inspired right now by that. You know, even your wife is uh, an entrepreneur too as well, or she has a, a business that she runs as well right she is currently doing she's well i'm thinking businesses she's running is at least two right now she's working two other jobs on top of that wow so and then plus we're still doing full-time ministry um you know it's i don't know i i don't have i don't have the answers to it i just know that you know somebody i was actually talking to a friend who opened a business and and he was telling me his business has been super successful in the last probably two years. He opened up in the mid pandemic. Um, 
And he was telling me, he goes, you know, Ray, he goes, I don't have the answers to tell you. And I was like, well, I wasn't looking for him. He goes, no, but I'm going to tell you this. It's not hard to work harder than the other guy. Mm. He goes, as long as you do that, you'll be all right. You know, the great thing is, is this is a side job. It's not my main bread and butter. If it was something that was paying the bills every week, then I'd probably be a little bit more stressed out. But we made the choice to not, you know, quit our main jobs to just do this. And we're doing it slow. And actually, um, one model that we followed was uh, you guys have been to Cheesewalla here in Redlands, uh, the grilled cheese place. I I got to go. Okay. Yeah, well, Ray's plugging it. I'm there, man. I'm going to pray for you guys. Cause that is a staple <laughs> in Redlands now, bro. Um, let's go. I'm just telling you if Ray is plugging it, okay. it's a real <laughs> deal. So cheese walla actually started at a market night in Redlands, California, wow. and they would show up every Thursday and set up until they sold out and they would sell out every week. They had creative menus. They had, you know, and that's how they started. And they saved up enough money to open up a flagship store. And then if you go to that place every day, it is packed and they pretty wow. much sell till they were out. They just purchased a new storefront right next to them. So they own the building they have now and then the building in front of it now. But it's just that model of starting off slow and not, or, you know, jumping into something that you can't handle. And that was our thing. It's sure. like, you know, I don't want my wife to be stressed out. I don't want to be stressed out. I mean, not saying that doing this business isn't stress because there's sometimes we're like, how on earth are we going to get rid of all this coffee that we made? You know, because we've been stepping out. And and my just... wife will always take it off. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to don't don't I'll start dropping it off at your doorstep, bro. Ding dong, run. <laughs> it's just like the milkman, just a little thing <laughs> of it. Um, but, you know, there's times that we stress out and we're like, how on earth are we going to get rid of all this coffee? Because we've been purchasing with the last two roasters we've had to purchase based on estimated sales. Mm. And that's, that's stressful because now I'm buying eight pounds of coffee and I'm trying to sell 24 bottles in this week. And I'm looking at my order forms and I'm like, I've only sold 10 bottles. So how am I going to get rid of this? You know, and I'm going to tell you right now, sometimes it's a loss. And sometimes we, we give a lot of it away. Sometimes we've been a little bit more strategic with our giving away this, this last month, um, trying to do it in, in a way that benefits the business. Yeah. So we're trying to send it to people who are either influencers or their small businesses, you know, and just say, Hey, we just want you to have this. You know, we always tell them, Hey, we just want you to have this and just enjoy it. You know, in the back of our minds, Lord, please let them share it. Let them share it. Let them share it <laughs> because that's what the promotion is for us. Yeah. But, you know, it's just one of those things. But, you know, like we recently just sent out like four bottles or five bottles to our favorite ramen place. And Ryan, you've been there out in Rosemead. <laughs> and they so and they just but, you know, the funny thing is we've been there so much. They all know us by names. So <laughs> so they were giving us a shout out and stuff like that. But it's just awesome. Like, you know, just to be able to give it to people and. And we always want that honest feedback. Still, we are still striving for that. So even as we're sending out free stuff, I'm like, tell me if you don't like it. Tell me what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not going to get so sensitive behind my product and say, well, you're wrong, you know, and sometimes there's people that just say, I didn't like it. And I'm like, well, you know, Hey, I'm really sorry. We'll try and make sure we do better next time. Mm-hmm. Um, because Fix your taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> 
some, you know, but hey. it's just, you know, we want that feedback to do, we want to get the best. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. We want to just make sure that when you step into our experience or at our pop-up, we're giving you the best thing that we can give you. And we're trying to do the very best that we have now. Are we going to please everybody? No, I've learned that a lot years ago. Um, but For sure. I'm pretty sure I just went on a tangent and I can't even remember where we started. Oh, this man. <laughs> good stuff. Oh, nuggets are being dropped left and right. It's all good. Let me ask you this question. So I know I got a sneak peek preview of it. I don't know. I might've missed it on social media, but I know mm. I got a sneak peek preview of the website that just dropped for you guys. Um, but other than uh, tell us a little bit about the website, but also um, what else is Apostle Brew like, consciously trying to do you and and your wife consciously trying to do to separate yourself from um i don't know competition may 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 not be the right word but just other people in your in your area yeah the the website is live um we're i have not pushed it because i'm still testing out the kinks okay um and i don't want somebody to order something and be frustrated with it so i haven't made a big push on it social media wise before you put your um, name on it i like it yeah it is on our our page so you could technically jump on right now and order um and i i think everything should go well <laughs> i mean as far as building it everything looks perfect but i just i'm going to do a couple test orders to make sure nothing's going flaw with it but um you should be able to order that online and pay online and you know you don't have to dm us anymore if you still want to do that that's great um, you know, we're not telling any of our old customers or new customers that you have to change the way that you're doing business with us. If you want that personal touch of talking to me, by all means, we're still here. Um, it's a nice so that's website too, bro. It, it's, thank you. it really is first class. Like I'm not just giving you a shameless plug. Like it, it really is nice. And the best part, it was free 99. Are you serious? All, yeah. Yeah. Square. If you're a small business owner or trying to start something, if you sign up with square, uh, which is the little thing that you pay at like most places with the yeah. touchless and the little swipe thing. Um, they offer a free online thing, but you don't have a domain. So you have to purchase your own domain. Um, right. But, you know, going back to Selena doing everything, she's a social media coordinator. She does uh, uh, social media for our church. She does social media for a bunch of small businesses um, if, if you guys are looking i, I saw your hello. post and i just realized what i was saying yeah, hello but Work you know on what? Holy Ghost. Hey, Lord hey. hey if the leadership huddle wants to drop that check then by all means you guys are there <laughs> she is she is the whiz so all of our I, I am like the creative head in in the family she is the one that has all the know-how i i say i have this idea do something with it and then she fixes it and corrects all the stuff on it she's my photographer she's all this other stuff and uh, so by the, way, by the way great 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 quality photography yeah. pictures promotion Excellent. i love it yeah she yeah, does she's, all of she's my great. all of our family photos she's our go-to photographer that's right hey, you you definitely married up didn't you brother ray i i married up i married yeah, a winner bro, we all I'll did tell you that we all did hey i don't <laughs> I can say this confidently. I'm married up for sure too. But yeah, we, you know, she... we can say that for you too. I'm wet. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, I I set myself up there. I was you slow pitch right 
Yeah. No, right. I mean, Good seriously. Back next next shame, episode. Shame, shameless plug for my wife, Selena Linda Photography. You can find her on Instagram. And but she by far is most reasonable photographer you're gonna find. I'm telling yep. you, when we were searching for a photographer for our wedding, hence those pictures, we got lucky because the photographers that did this, and we're not gonna drop names, but they will charge at least six thousand dollars for what yes. we got there. And we still paid an arm and a leg for photography, but my wife being a photographer is like, no, we're paying this, you know? Yeah. yeah she, she does it all. And like I was saying, she, she takes care of all the background stuff for us um, or for me. And, you know, I give her the creativity. I'll come up with an idea. And then, you know, she just, like I said, she does all the other stuff that she does social media. So she's a brain whiz on how, we're marketing stuff and how we're connecting with people. So I, I always go to her and say, please teach me. And then she gives me, you know, all the information I need. Um, but yeah, that's just, you know, how the website and stuff is going. Uh, Ryan, what was the second part of your question? I totally blanked on it. Um, how you guys are consciously separating yourself from any potential um, competition or just other people in your area. You know, um, we we didn't know how we were going to do that when we first started like uh there are a lot of coffee places and coffee businesses out there and i think with uh the pandemic has definitely shifted a lot of people's business startups um so a lot of people are kind of doing things that are similar to us there's actually one um company i forgot it's like hood coffee or something you don't have to say their names no 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 i'm gonna say their name because they're they were super helpful as far as giving us information. Um, and they had a model that was very similar to what we wanted to do. And the one thing I've found about the coffee community, at least the ones that we're in, because I've heard uh, stories about people from out of, out of the area and it's different. But the people that we have been involved with um, have been super helpful. Um, whether they do exactly the same thing that we're doing, they have just shared information. So we have shifted from this thing of how we're going to be better than everyone to we're just going to do our thing. And everybody else has been so supportive, supportive of it. We really haven't had much thought of how do we compete with everybody because everybody's rooting for us. So imagine playing a game and you're trying to beat the other guys, but the other guys are rooting for you to win, you know, and there's no, yeah. And it's just, and it's no like, just the you know shout out to our roasters like we had a roaster that sells the exact same thing that we sell selling us their coffee beans wow and promoting us and you know we have just we've been blessed with just the people that we've worked with let me ask this because if you're in this area you know one of the latest and greatest and i'll admit i'm a fan is dutch bros Mm. Dutch Bros opened up in Yukaipa. So has that affected you, do you think? Or no? It's a different arena. Um, no, it's a different thing. We're we're not uh I, I let me put it this way. Dutch Bros is a good substitute for Starbucks. That's just the way I see it. Uh-huh. I'm not like super jazzed on it. I'm not gonna wait in the big line for it <laughs> because it's just not my cup of coffee. Yeah. kind of thing you know but when Doo-doo. selena but but i will say this when selena wants to go i'll indulge it you know yeah i'm, I'm not i'm let's put it this way i love a good steak i love a good meal i love crafted food i i'm a food person but don't get me wrong i'll throw down with the mcdouble any day 
you know, so, (laughs) so it's not like I'm better than Dutch bros. It's just, uh, it's just not my thing. And if someone, everybody else wants to go there, then I'll do it. It's like going to Starbucks. I get a refresher when I go to Starbucks. I'm not going to just be like, I'm not touching any of the cups here, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, yeah, I, I hear you there. I don't, I don't get any, any of the coffee. I get the, uh, the the cold drinks the yeah as far as as far as competition i just don't feel that i'm just there's no need for it right at least for us and you know there's a there's a mental thing that i have in my head and one of our our roasters was telling us this he says i don't have anything that i will ever want to put anybody out of business um i just posted something um, uh, on my social media the other day on my personal one uh, it was something like when you try to undercut another small business, all you're doing is hurting mm. a small business. Yeah, I've seen and, that. And I don't ever want to be that person. I want to be the person that's always, inc- I want to be the same person that somebody's being to me and they are being that person that's encouraging them. Mm-hmm. And so you may sell, like one of our roasters is selling cold brew right now. And, um, the, you know, and I told them, hey, we're, we're picking you up again next month. Um, do you want me to hold off? Because I know you're doing your cold brew. I don't mind waiting another month or two until you're done and he's like no 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 don't worry about it like you're good like what type of business person has that mindset that's not trying to kill the competition and say absolutely you need to wait until we're done till we can do business instead it's just like hey there's enough for everybody to eat here let's just you know and so we've had so many great people that we've just become the people just rooting everybody that we're working with and everybody that we're not working with we're trying to just create that just you know, uh, Selena brought this up about photographers. She's like, there's no gatekeeping. Everybody's sharing the information that they have and saying, hey, try this out because this didn't work for me. And you may be having this issue or, hey, have you looked into doing this? Or I saw this. So-and-so is doing this. And so we're all trying to just encourage each other to be better. And I don't know there's not much of a, I guess, quote unquote competition. It's just everybody's been so helpful. We're just, we can't we can't see ourselves doing that. I don't want to be that person that's trying to cut everybody's throat to get ahead. We're just trying to make sure everybody wins. I have, I have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you're talking about like, you know, the ex- growth and expansion, things like that. Um, I heard you mention you want to eventually start a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Do you see um, Apostle Brew as uh, uh, becoming like commercialized, like in the shelf at Stater Brothers um, you know, or in, in a seven 11, I can go pick up a drink, you know, a glass bottle of cold brew. Like, do you see that too? Or is it, are you just keeping it or, or, or if you can't share that's fine too. But. No, 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 no. I, I don't have a problem with sharing that. Uh, that's actually been a conversation that me and, uh, one of my, my good friends from 180 roasters was just, we were having dinner the other night and we were talking about business and we we're just saying, you know, what, what, what do you, what do you want to do? And so I was like, you know, we have had the opportunity to um, talk to people at a grocery store and see about doing that, but I'm just not sure what I want to do yet. I don't know if I want to push myself out to a commercial setting um, because believe it or not, before Starbucks was Starbucks, it was a small little coffee shop in Seattle. Um, And they just, you know, if you put it this way, they got blessed and they got bought out, you know, it, no nothing to hate against the people who started it because hey yes that was your baby and you made that decision and so as a business owner i'm trying to decide how do i want to go about expansion 
because am I going to be the person who's selling my bottles of coffee to everyone? And not that I don't want everyone to drink it. It's just, do I want to commercialize what I have? Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure. I, I guess long-term answer, we're not sure yet. I yeah. know we want to open up a shop in the years to come. I, I don't want to say a year now or two years from now, but when the time is right, we want to open up a coffee shop and we really just want to create an experience for people to come and drink um, coffee. And, you know, if you've ever, if you guys uh, get a chance, you can swing by Saturday to our pop-up and you can get to experience that little bit of us that we are sharing with everybody. You know, we're sharing coffee and we're sharing flavors and we're sharing, you know, taste and things that we love. And, and essentially we're trying to bottle up everything or put everything that we are into a cup and share it with you and you know and hopefully that should be your slogan (laughs) but everything we are into a cup and share it or something like that you know because like we we went to la a couple weekends ago and we were searching around little markets trying to find panela uh, which is uh, unrefined cane sugar, which is the little brown cones that you'll see at the store sometimes. And that's brown sugar, but it's just a Mexican version of brown sugar. And we were searching for that because we were searching for a flavor that we were trying to mimic. And, you know, um, the ones that like the drink that we're having for our pop-up is called Boba Tea Shop or I'm sorry, Boba Shop Special. So it's essentially a brown sugar syrup in your cold brew coffee with milk and then we're making boba this weekend to oh, put in. So you're getting boba coffee. I'm gonna but, be there. But what we are doing is trying to mimic the things that we like to do. You know, if you really came down to it, that is a Saturday afternoon in West Covina for us. You know, after eating ramen and rosemead, oh. we drive down the street, go get boba in West Covina or something like that. Yeah, and that's it. and that's our experiences in life that we're trying to share with you guys. You know, yeah, and that. And so that's really what we want to do long-term business-wise is I don't know if I want to do commercial. I don't know if I want to do something like that quite yet. Um, You know, those decisions just haven't been made and they have been brought up, but my heart's just not sure. And, you know, that's okay. I think that a lot of leaders or people who want to do stuff, they're just not sure about stuff and that's okay. Absolutely. Just learn to, to, one, follow God's voice. Two, follow your man of God's voice. If he's telling you no, then it's no. And if he's telling you try it, then try it. Um, and then, you know, thirdly, you know, follow what you want to do. And, and if you're not sure about it, then just take your time with it. There's nothing wrong with being yeah. taking your time. I mean, hey, Ryan can tell you it, it took me five years to marry my wife because I wanted to make sure that I married the right one, even though every person told me you need to get married. Yeah. You know, you can tell me all you want. I'm Ryan Dunahoe. I'm not going to drink that cup. You know? right. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> well, that's a wrap. <laughs> thank, thank you for coming on, Ray. We really, really appreciate it. Um, one thing that we just started doing was when we conclude our podcast is rapid fire. Okay. So if you've listened to a previous um I'm going to sip my horchata really quick. Sorry. Is that Dutch Bros or Starbucks? That is Ranch Market, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're going to, we're going to fire off a couple questions and you just answer them as quickly as you can. Okay. Uh, 
for an honest, honest response. All right. All right. Favorite restaurant in the Inland Empire. Inland Empire. Bantai in Riverside. Bantai? Yeah, it's Thai food. It's a little tiny house off of Brockton Avenue. Oh, um, probably the best Thai food. Best Thai food. Man, he got the address and there. He's like right on this street, on this corner. This Been is there enough. You just said Inland Empire, so that was I just right. No, that, that's okay. what I want. I don't want LA. I want Inland Empire. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, what is your favorite city you've traveled to? Ooh, uh, it has to be Barcelona, Spain. Ooh. Uh, probably the most beautiful place i've ever been to and it felt like home i don't know that's awesome all right um one place you want to travel that you haven't got to go to yet uh thailand oh okay yeah that's on our list what what do you guys want to do there uh we eat mostly um (laughs) drink thai tea eat yeah you drink thai tea and eat and just really that's really all we want to go anywhere for this food <laughs> gotcha okay who had the biggest influence on your leadership Ooh, bishop pj woman uh, that's probably the goat one, the goat number one person who's poured himself into me for sure all right we have a saturday off no outreach no pop-ups just you and your wife what Ooh. is your ideal Saturday look like? This is the final one. one okay, we're going to get up at a nice crisp 7 o'clock and sleep in. Um, and we're going to go for a bike ride really quick. Uh, go hit a couple miles on the bike and hit the trails. Um, then come back, shower, and we're going to get in the car and drive down to our favorite little market over in uh, Redlands called Olive Avenue. Um and I'm gonna get a dirty chai. Selena's gonna get a chai, and we're gonna get breakfast there and sit there and just do what we did as you know youngins, and just sit there and just talk for hours about life. And oh man, after that, go home, take a nap. Hey, hey come on. <laughs> and um, you know, because I'm I'm a respecter of naps, I, I think they're important. And um, after that, you know. Either we're going to hang out with the family and, you know, hit the grill or we're going to drive out all the way out to L.A. and get some food and try something different. Maybe hit the museum. I don't know. That sounds awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. I appreciate it. Um, I know our listeners are going to enjoy this. And um, once again, if you haven't reached out to Apostle Brew, follow them on Instagram. They got their website up and going. Um, highly, highly suggest that you that you get in touch with them, make an order. They're awesome. Him and his wife. We, we might have to get your wife on here as a guest. Um, I think you she seems to fit the bill as she well. Got, she's, she's got all the wisdom, man. She'll drop some knowledge yeah. on you. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you again. We really, really appreciate your time and we don't we don't take that lightly. Thanks so much. Sweet. Thank you guys.